Welcome everybody to uh, week nine. Nine weeks of fun in the sun. Uh, all of us are on vacation. Oh wait, no, we're all working from home. Uh, this is Nathan Parr again. Glad to be with you today. And we have got a special guest with us, Mr. Jonathan Smith. He's director of technology at Faith Ministries in uh, Lafayette. And if I think I pronounced, even pronounced that right. Um, been a director of, of technology for since what 2001 uh, and has done some pretty darn cool stuff uh, throughout there. Uh, we won't go too far into it. And I'm going to let him tell a little bit about himself, but uh I will mention because I think it's so cool. Uh, many years ago, he was working with Star Trek, one of my favorite franchises uh, of all time. So, and I get to show my kids now; they can't go anywhere, so now they have to watch it with me. So, Jonathan, thank you for <laughs> being with us and, and having this conversation. Uh, and as we work at this podcast, facilities five and dime, it's all about kind of facilities and and uh, all the different aspects. So thank you for being here and, and go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell folks a little bit about yourself and, uh, and before we jump right into kind of some of the questions. Yeah, well, thanks for having me and thanks for all that, that you and eSpace do to help the church and the kingdom out. Um, we're very appreciative of that. Um, yeah, I've been the uh, director of technology <clears throat> at Faith since 2001. Um, I was actually raised in Lafayette, Indiana, and it's very rare to end up with your career in ministry where you were raised. So people say, how long have you been at Faith? And um, I say a lifetime. Obviously, they weren't paying me for that entire lifetime, but uh, it's unique to get to serve that way. I, I did do some stuff with Star Trek back before um, my ministry days. Um, I like Star Trek, too. My office at home is all my Star Trek memorabilia, so when I do video calls, I have to blur the background because people are wanting to focus on my enterprise and all that kind of stuff and <laughs> the autographs awesome. on the wall. But um, have you seen Star Trek Picard? Uh, now that they've opened up the access, because I don't do cable, but yeah, now I was I clicked on that originally before they made it free. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's gotta, worth binging. Is it okay? Then that's oh awesome. yeah. It's, it's, uh, if you're a next gen fan, it's uh, definitely worth it. And it's free right now. You get 30 days free. Everybody's giving us free stuff because we're all stuck at home. But I um, mean, it's free for 30 days, and you can binge those 10 episodes. It's definitely worth doing. Awesome. Um, I also like rocket launches. Um, uh, my ministry allows me to travel a lot, so I've gotten to do a lot of cool things with NASA and, and take our kids and get close to watching rockets go up. And I guess rockets and Star Trek can kind of be related. Um, Absolutely. But uh, it's uh, speaking of rockets, I'm not that far from SpaceX, and so oh yeah, I can I hear them launch every now and again. <laughs> they're, they're I have um, been through their factory several times and been uh, a VIP guest at a few of their launches at the Cape, and so. Um, yeah, SpaceX has got some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, cool. Um, so obviously, uh, kind of to the first point we've been talking. Uh, a lot of us, we don't always spend a lot of time getting to know each other and our histories. Right. We focus on ministry and, and what we're doing there, which is important. We get right to the point. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, just kind of an encouragement reminder to everybody out there: um, spend time getting to know folks. Um, we all have a little opportunity to dive deeper and, and have a better relationship. So, I mean, you can find out some cool stuff. And, you know, until Jonathan and I sat there and talked and we read some stuff, I was like, wow, okay, yep. I've been through all the the NASA stuff. I'm just down the, up the road from Houston, and SpaceX is their one of their test facilities is just around. And lots of cool stuff. And who knew? You're in Indiana and I'm in Texas, and, and but we already got stuff that uh, we have in common. 
I've tried to take some of this time because your time is being spent differently. I find I'm just as busy. I haven't had any downtime or any, you know, I'm sitting here trying to figure out what I'm going to do time. But just to go through some of my contact list and say now's a good time to look up these people that you have thought about, you don't contact very often just through your natural course of your day or your week or your life, um, and just start making some of those contacts and asking some of those questions. You know, how are you? And we've got a little more time. So um, let, let, let's talk about more than just the surface. I'm fine. The kids are fine. The family's fine. Yeah, be be more intentional with exactly with with being being human, connecting, and and even for those of us that uh, that don't necessarily mind not going out all the time, <laughs> we, <laughs> we still need that. We still need people. <laughs> so. We do. I, I don't like to admit that. Um, so somebody sent me a picture of a T-shirt that I think I'm going to buy. It says, "I like coffee and maybe three people." Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that, that makes sense. <laughs> that 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 is my that that that's a good description of me, I think. Yep, that's it. I like three people, and uh, today's not your day. Tomorrow's love exactly. not looking good either. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, oh, oh, so uh, I do have like kind of three questions uh, I kind of want to ask you and 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 share. Because obviously, uh, at Faith Ministries, you guys are still doing a, a great deal of things. Uh, but you're not nece- you're not necessarily doing the in-person meetings, but you guys are still busy, still doing. Yeah, we um, our philosophy has always been we don't build buildings unless we can use them 24/7, um, just from a stewardship perspective. But we are closed. What's fascinating is our government um, and our local officials and our state officials keep asking to use our facilities for things. So we are I mean, absolutely so whatever they're cool with us doing or having us go with, um, we've kept running. Uh, some of our child care services are still open at their request. You know, blood drives and space to organize um, outreach events. I mean, things of that nature. So yeah, we're still. It's a different flavor. It's weird because the parking lot is empty a lot, but the facilities are still getting used. Yeah. So it's it's again. You're. I'm, thank you for for saying it in terms of stewardship, because uh, because having a building and not only planning on using it for one or two times a week doesn't doesn't make right. sense. And, and you know, we have a school, so when you have a, when you have a K to 12, that obviously drives a lot of your use. Um, but we just don't want them empty. We want um, stuff going on around. That's ministry around the clock because if people are there, there's a chance to minister to it. Versus if it's empty on Tuesday afternoon, um, there's not a lot of ministry going on in that space. Yeah. So so with this kind of transition, and I know you guys were were on top of a lot of things, but kind of has there been any unique things or different things that you've done kind of to prepare from a tech standpoint or some changes you've made that are that are making a difference or uh, that you would recommend uh, maybe others consider if they want to be be used more efficiently from a tech yeah, as I look back over as we got ready for this you know I saw this coming not in the terms that we were all going to be locked in our homes like this but you know late last year when this started to come out I thought this could really get around the planet and make make our little rock here third from the sun quite the interesting place um and uh so for for me it was from a tech perspective as to what services and features and functionality do we have in place and we did some major projects over the last two years just even in our data centers and and in services that we're offering for our streaming for our video capabilities it really put us in a good shape when it was okay we're going to do church online only it was okay um the platform is in place. It was, we need to work from home. Do we have all the tools? Well, they're all there. It's just you're not using them because you haven't had to use them. Right. Uh, a lot of the automation in some of our new facilities, it, it, it was weird going in undoing things that we never thought we'd turn off because Sunday always happens. Right. Um, 
Well, now Sunday's still happening, just in a much different flavor. So I, I feel we're very blessed that we had the platforms and the technology in place. That for us, it's been more, okay, how do we tweak it given this new paradigm um, versus what do we need to scramble to get together so we can do this with some level of excellence? Okay, so it was it was planning ahead, sounds like. Is, is a lot it was to a degree if we needed to do it. It was not in the terms of this is coming, and so we were trying to get ready for it. it was, that's why I say it's a blessing that we got it all done, and then this happened. I can't imagine trying to do some of those things that we were doing from a facilities perspective or even a technology perspective now mm-hmm. because of the pressure of the situation or just the availability of some of the resources you might need to get a project or to get some technology ready. Um, you know, Try to buy simple things on Amazon right now, and our one-day wait time is now a week to two weeks, and it's, wow. <laughs> right. Who would have thunk? Yeah, who who thought you know Prime delivery is now you know Prime is a week and yeah I know it's and and some things come quick and some things don't and it doesn't always make sense even that uh, we we had to find something you know at our house as we're you know we got people here doing stuff so you need break time so we we decided uh, as any good family would do when you've got younger kids and some older you buy stuff that could potentially hurt somebody right darts exactly (laughs) darts nerf guns (laughs) so we we got darts we we decided uh we needed some more because uh as anybody we started creating new and interesting games and distances so some (laughs) of the darts were getting broken um and i put it on it was like okay they'll be here in four weeks great i know four days later i got the darts and then i still haven't received the yeast you know (laughs) (laughs) that let me ask how many holes are in your drywall um, it's probably easier to say uh, which section of the drywall doesn't have holes, <laughs> uh, and and you know from 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 a facility guy perspective, you know, prior to this, I would be tweaking and twitching every time I hear that dart thunk into the drywall. Um, right, but, somebody's got to fix that hole. Yeah, I'm thinking, man. <laughs> But it, it it has been interesting, kind of my perspective. It says, yeah, it, it's not fun, but we can laugh about it. And I would not trade those moments of laughing at the ridiculousness of Meemaw throwing darts and hitting three into the wall. I wouldn't trade that for the world. I would rather exactly. resheet a wall <laughs> than give up I, that. I want my kids to come out of this with a perspective. And this is a life-changing event for them, too. Um and for their generation, this is how their generation, our kids are teenagers, you know, are, are getting started. So I want them to come out with that same deal. Because um, even even things like Amazon now takes four weeks to get you something. And you don't know if it's going to be four weeks or four days. That's a huge paradigm shift when it comes to how do you approach getting anything done. Yeah. Because it's not, well, I forgot it. It'll be here tomorrow. It's, okay, I forgot something that I need. I can't get it tomorrow. And I may not be able to get it um, for, for a week. So... I want our kids to come out saying that we can survive and that, hey, um, we can have some fun and learn some lessons because God is still God and he's still taking care of us. Absolutely. And and we've just been, even ourselves, my wife and I used to joke that the only green thumb we had is, is whatever <laughs> green we got on our thumb when we were painting something green. Right. But, you know, we've planted seeds with the kids and said, okay, let's see what happens. And we got apple trees and planted and a blueberry bush and I can't stand blueberries and <laughs> you know, I'm just like, <laughs> but we're out, we're digging, we're seeing growth. We're seeing God at work. Exactly. And, and you know, that's something that 
a year from now. I mean, this summer, theoretically, the blueberry bush is supposed to do whatever it does, you know, <laughs> again. It's uh, supposed to make round blueberries. Yeah, but, so I guess people eat those. I don't know, I don't know if they I trust do. They're those. They're actually quite tasty. Um, oh, I don't know, but it, it, but we'll have fresh ones that come from our yard, and then in a year we might even have some apples. And that'll be a reminder of God's provision through this time. Yeah. That's what we did as a family, so that's... So I'm with you. We, you. You prepare as much as you can, and then you modify, and you stay positive everywhere you can't. <laughs> exactly. Um, and do it. So this, with all these changes and, and all the stuff we're going through, uh, personally, professionally, in there at, at, uh, at Faith, there's some things that we're doing now that will probably remain. Uh, what do you think? Uh, some of the changes that have gone on. What do you think is, is going to be more sticky than others? What do you, uh, it, we're not going to hold you to it. We're not going to come back, you know, six <laughs> months and say, you said this. But just kind of what do you think? Um, what do you think will uh, a lasting change, uh, not only just in the church world, but in general? Yeah, I don't think I ever going to touch anybody ever again. I mean, uh, <laughs> shaking hands. I mean, I think the whole bowing from across the room thing really took on a lot of merit. Yeah. Um, no, I don't, I think the, uh, I think from a procedural standpoint, for me personally, and even professionally, I've been trying to tell our teams and folks, look, the the days of you could plan something with a degree of mediocrity and technology and the systems around us would bail us out. If, if you forgot something, Amazon had it to you tomorrow. Um, if you needed a resource or had to jump on an airplane, you could do that tomorrow. Um, that's all gone now, and I think the, the process of better thinking things through and planning ahead with a great deal um, of importance on those details is really going to be something that needs to stick beyond even once prime shipping turns back so we can have it in four hours. Right. Um, I think that's going to be a change. Um, I think a lot of the other changes will be fascinating to see. I think there's going to be folks not come to church right away. Um, obviously the day we can have church again, and that's going to be different for all of us, but the day we can have church again, some people are going to show up no matter what. I think there are going to be a lot of other good folks who are going to say, I'm going to give this a few more months. Mm-hmm. Um, I can do church online. I was I didn't like it at first, but since I was forced to do it for a period of time, I can handle being and and I think our online ministries are gonna grow as people come out of this with a great deal of caution. Just because the social distancing restrictions have been released doesn't mean everybody's gonna rush right out and hug somebody else. Right. Um, and that's gonna affect ministries and how we meet the online audience as much as we're meeting the physical audience. Um and, and then as I watch small groups evolve, I think small groups are going to take one of the biggest benefits out of this because small groups have been meeting, you know, at Cracker Barrel or at a restaurant or a coffee shop and getting together. Um, now they're doing it online, and I think that can really take a small group to the next level because now your small group can be more effective all week long and you're not tied to that one time a week when you get together in person. Yeah. I think that's going to be a, a huge benefit for churches and ministries. Yeah, it, you know, and I, I can speak to that. Our small group, you know, we we were close, just uh, because we're a church launch, so we don't have a facility, so we're used to meeting in in homes. But even now, even with as real as we were when we met together, it's even more real when you've got a camera, you know, looking into exactly. the house, and it's like, no, don't shift the computer. I only want them to see the clean part of the kitchen. I, I know it. It, it, it becomes a. I, I sit with. We walk around my house. I don't know whose cameras are on when. Mm-hmm. You know, are the kids' cameras on? Is my wife's cameras on? And, and yeah, you do have that. Um, it gets intimate fast when everybody's looking into your home. Yeah, it's they're seeing real life, and and you know sometimes kids fuss, 
Um, sometimes they want to go swing on the playground in the mud. <laughs> and you just go, all right, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get mad or, or you hear quit digging in the toilet. You know, who, whoever thought that that would be a statement heard over a small group meeting. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's what you, what you mentioned when we started. I think it's getting to know each other at a deeper level mm-hmm. um, and getting to know those details um, that allows you to invest more in person. And some of this has forced us to do that. And I think the longer term benefit of that is I hope we continue doing that versus life goes back to whatever the new normal is. We go back into our offices and we separate again and then we lose that individual connection. Yeah. So I, and I'm with you that I hope that that real connection, that personal stays sticky. Um, yeah. And so kind of thinking uh, and then shift a little bit, kind of going a, a little more personal is through this time, how have you been encouraged and how are you encouraging others? I mean, are you drawing from certain studies or, you know, kind of what are you doing to stay positive and, and helping others stay positive? Yeah, I think for me, um, I, I, this didn't surprise God. Um, heaven's not up there in a panic mode, nor is heaven in lockdown mode trying to figure out what's next. And, and for me, that's incredibly hopeful. Um, God knew this was going to happen. Um, God knew that each of one of us were going to be in the exact position we need to be in when it happened. He allowed us to have the projects we got done out of the way. He allowed us to have our facilities and our technology. I mean, he, none of this shocked him. I um, mean, it's all part of his divine plan. And that, that gives me a lot of hope. Um, I'm also blessed to serve with a lot of people that um, they get that and they get that um, ministry happens no matter what. And, and you can be locked down. You can be doing it via remote. Um, and the fact that we have the opportunities to do these things is just incredibly encouraging because we're changing our mode. We're not changing the importance of the, um, the content of what we do. Um, Right. And we, I've just tried to work with our family individually on, you know what, um, this is where submission to authority really kicks into high gear. Right. Um, and this is not a time to be political. This is not a time to air your grievances with whoever you like or don't like at the state, local, or national levels. It's a time to just do what you're told. And everybody says they want to submit until they have to submit to something they don't like. Um, yeah. well, that's exactly what submission is, is doing what you don't like when you're told to do it. Right. Um, and so I know as a family, it's been, you know what, you're going to have times in your life where you don't agree with the authority over you, um, uh, your jobs in the future, and just, hey, you know what, we're going to stay encouraged by the fact that God put an authority structure around all of us. Um, uh, the government was, was ordained by God, and we're going to spend some time thanking God for the system that he gave us, and then truly, truly being submissive to what's going on and what we're told to do, whether we like it or not, whether we think it's a good idea or not. Yeah, yeah. That, I kind of had a similar discussion with my kids, and and uh, ultimately I said, as a, as a believer, I will submit, just like you said, to all authority until they until or unless, which I don't think it'll happen, if they said you can't worship God, then I'm going to right. disobey. <laughs> and there's not a guy in, with a gun in my street making me stay in my house like there are in some right. places of the world. You know, and and we we quickly go to the well. You can't stop me from worshiping thing. Nobody's telling us that they're exactly. modifying what we do, and we don't like what they're telling us to do. And so, yeah, I I think I hope that the generations that are starting life going through this now come out and say, um, it is good to obey, and that's where we need to live at. We don't need to instantly run to the whole 
I don't like it, so I'm going to try to find whatever string I can pull at to say they're wrong and I'm right. Exactly, and and quite frankly, from a from a church view, if you will, there is so much more church content online right now. <laughs> exactly. Than there was six months ago, um, and it's like, oh, you want to learn it? Let's just. You know, let's search on YouTube for, you know, this service, uh, you know, this topic. Okay. And you're going to find a service now where, where you might have had, you know, 60 choices. Now you got 600 because everybody's putting a, a video or an audio recording online because that's how we're worshiping. That's how we're connecting. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's I, I may not like it, but it's not worth my. We've even had a discussion at Faith about just because we can go back. Does that mean we should go back? It's a good so, point. If let's just say tomorrow our governor says we're good, back to normal, um, he's not going to do that. But if he were to do that, um, that doesn't mean we would open to the next day. I think there's other considerations churches have to take into, into, into account when they're saying, how am I going to reopen? When are we going to reopen? How are we going to reopen? Um, and just because you can doesn't necessarily mean that you should, um, depending on where you are in the country. Right. And, and are you prepared even to reopen? Have you prepped your facility, gotten it back? Because if you, if you haven't been in a situation like you all have been where you've got things occurring still, a lot of facilities were shut down. Right. And if you're shut down, just because they say you can open, if you're not prepared, you may inadvertently cause some issues not only for your facility but for your people. And so I think you're exactly right. It takes intentional planning. which Very we love, intentional. We love that word, intentional. That's <laughs> it's. it's you know, this ministry doesn't happen by accident. Uh, at least and somehow the Internet has turned us all into, you know, COVID-19 experts, and we're not. <laughs> and um, that, that's why we want to take the, okay, when we can, we're going to talk to our experts in our church in our area and just say, we want to be part of the solution, not a part of the problem. So if the best thing for us is not to keep doing things for a little while after whatever release has come, that may be the way we go. Yeah, and and we already have this technology in place, so... Again, exactly. there's no reason to to run right back to doing things exactly how you used to do it when there's advantages for. And to give time for those social components that we don't know what's going to stick. Um, it'll be very interesting the first time I walk back into a church or our church or any any public place with a bunch of people to see what is the handshaking fist bump elbow bump situation look like. Yeah. Um, and how long does that last? <laughs> right, right. And, and at what point does your wife kick you when you start yelling at people to get away six feet away? You know. Yeah, I, I've got my little dowel rod. I walk around with. It's my six foot measure. You know. I mean, yeah. At what point does? That... <laughs> it's like Nathan. It's been two years. You can't tell people to keep six exactly. feet away from you. <laughs> but I'm safe. I'm just saying. But I'm. I, I feel. I feel we should have some kind of a. Uh, a, a shirt that you put the shirt on and it's got the ring around you so the six foot ring you just wear that around <laughs> over your body so that people physically it's like the big old hoop skirts back in the day people yep. can't physically get close to you I think that's um, I think I could get used to that yeah there you go it, or it's, it's a little reminiscent for me I remember in, in boot camp the uh, the marine drill instructors uh, would walk around with their arm fully extended and their hand and what we call knife hand Reminding us that it was for our safety that they needed to re- remain in arms with the way. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so they'd walk through super fast and be like, you had to move. Uh, so I kind of remember that. Okay, it's for my safety. I'm going to stay away. 
Right. The social distancing is also for your safety. Yep. <laughs> that's that's what we got. Well, anyway. Oh well, Jonathan, I thank thank you so very much for taking some time uh, just to just to connect and and have a conversation. Um, appreciate all that you do, um, not only there in, in Lafayette, but nationally. I know you travel and speak and and do that. So thank you for um, for being with us today and, and sharing. Um, I appreciate it, uh, and so glad that you were with us. Well, thanks for having me. And again, I do um, truly appreciate and value eSpace as one of our partners. Um, you, you help us be more effective in what we do for the kingdom. Um, and even during this time, the having eSpace in place has really allowed us to dynamically change quickly to a new model without anybody having to panic or without anybody having to run all over all of our facilities um, and just make sure we're able to serve well when you know, the local officials call up and say, can you do an emergency blood drive and those kinds of things. It's, it's just allowed us to serve people um, very, very well. So we're very grateful for what you all do. Awesome. Appreciate that. And, uh, well, you, everyone listening, um, hope you, you paid attention because, um, you know, we're super smart and you just heard some awesome stuff. So uh, if nothing else, you need to check out Picard. <laughs> On <laughs> yeah, if you take nothing out of this, take nothing else. <laughs> check that out. Which again, I was I was showing my kids. Here's you know we were kind of doing an episode from each series, just you know to compare and contrast. Now we got another one. So um, there you go. I love it. So thank you all. Uh, appreciate everyone who's listening. Uh, again, stay safe. If you have any questions, uh, you know where you can reach us. We're here for you. And Jonathan, again, you and your family, uh, stay safe. Appreciate you. And uh, Y'all, y'all stay good. This facility's five and dime was brought to you by Smart Church Solutions. Thank you again for joining us for this week's episode. For more information, head on over to check us out at smartchurchsolutions.com. Appreciate your time with us today. Uh, you can always subscribe to receive notifications when that newest content drops. Uh, remember, we are here for you. We focus on your facility so you can focus on your mission. More information, email us at info at smartchurchsolutions.com.